Good morning, everybody. 9.42 a.m. where I'm at, May 27th. Beautiful day today. Supposed to be up in the 80s. I'm excited. I've been riding my motorcycle uh, just about every day this week, so thank God. I uh, hope everybody else is having a good morning. Uh, my allergies are currently kicking my ass. You can't hear it, so hopefully my Zyrtec kicks in pretty quick here. Um, just want to take a couple minutes real fast and talk about the Uvalde shooting. Now, I understand that all of the reports coming out are pretty much preliminary. The investigation is still going on. We only have essentially hearsay and some rumors going around by a lot of the local outlets um, and mainstream media at this point. But I did want to touch on it and kind of you know give you my piece on it in a sense. So a um, couple articles I read from the local news down there, uh, KXAN, um, locals in the community that, that lived in the neighborhood around the shooter and his grandparents, they said that nothing was out of whack. There was no reason for concern. Grandparents were really nice people. They were quiet. They minded their own business, stuff like that. They were all really shocked, you know, at this because the the kids seemed normal for the most part. Um, another report by the Texas uh, Tribune that I read said that you know he purchased two rifles, uh, May seventeenth, May twentieth, and in between he bought three hundred seventy five rounds, approximately a five five six. One of those rifles being a Daniel Defense rifle. Now, anybody that's in the firearms community, um, you know that Daniel Defense is kind of an upper tier uh, AR. Uh, manufacturer, just firearms manufacturer in general, they use quality parts, quality materials. They're reliable, they're durable, they last. So you pay for it, right? So two grand typically is what you'll see at least over 1500 for a basic Daniel Defense AR, right? And why do I say that? Uh, this shooter, Ramos here, uh, was 18 years old, just turned 18, didn't have a job, lived with his grandparents, um, apparently had no aspirations in life, used all kinds of fucked up and different stuff. Um, Going through some mental shit, obviously, um, with his, you know, trans stuff. He's apparently part of the trans community. There's a, a picture floating around. Um, again, speculation. Excuse me. Um, none of this has been verified, but a, a lot of people sent me the picture of him dressed as a woman. Also, their stuff, right? So how does an 18-year-old who doesn't have a job offended, uh, afford rather a Daniel defense rifle that's probably 2K out of the box with no attachments, no mags, no nothing, right? No optics, anything. Um, there's a report that the second rifle was a Smith and Wesson AR 15, which those are kind of budget friendly, you know, six to $800 for a decent one, whatever, depending on stuff. Uh, but he only brought one of the rifles into the school to conduct the shooting. They don't know which one it was just yet. They haven't released it. Um, but apparently there was a backpack full of, um, 30 round magazines. I think they said roughly seven magazines. Um, they don't know if it was, uh, sorry, fucking cats making noise behind scared the shit out of me. Um, they don't know if the magazines were still full or not, but he apparently dropped it by the front door where he entered. And um, yeah, they're still looking into it. So again, it kind of raises flags for me. How, how does that kid afford that stuff? Right. Um, the pickup truck, some people are like, Oh, it was like a $60,000 pickup truck. But all the pictures that I've seen were like a, you know, early two thousands F one fifty, um, all this other kind of stuff, you know, it's like a, like a cheap, it looks like he stole his grandpa's pickup truck type stuff. Um, another report that I read, uh, from, it was a Fox news article here, uh, basically said that he was, uh, he was not chased by police to the elementary school. Um, he crashed the vehicle apparently just in a rush getting there. And that's when the first 911 call, holy shit, I can't talk today. 911 call occurred, um, that, Hey, some kid just, you know, somebody just crashed their truck and get out of the, the truck with a gun. And that's when the cops responded. Um, one report from the uh, Texas um, official 
he's like the security and all this other stuff, whatever. Um, he told a state senator, uh, Whitmire, that the shooter was not met by police at the front door, and he was basically unobstructed walking into the building, um, in which he, I don't know how many classrooms he entered. They haven't released that yet, but he barricaded himself in one after shooting 19 children and two teachers. So uh, the cops stood outside for the most part. They uh, had no problem detaining, uh, even tasing one dad, putting a mom in cuffs, um, all this other stuff to stop them from entering the building. Uh, and meanwhile, they were outside for over an hour waiting for a Customs and Border Patrol tactical team to breach the school. Um, absolutely disgusting. I, I don't know how you could feel good about yourself being a police officer um, and you don't rush in towards the gunfire. Um, now, the funny thing is, is that that same safety official for the state of Texas said that the Uval police did not feel safe entering the school because, in quotations, they could get shot. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock, but when you sign your your name on that dotted line to become a police officer, don't you uh, realize that, that at some point somebody may try to take your life because it is part of your job description, you asshole? There was kids in there getting shot and killed, okay? And you have cops outside that are scared for their own lives. Now, Another fucked up part was that there was another rumor that there was the uh, two police officers that initially responded. Their kids went to that uh, Robert school and they ran in and got their own kids and then came back out. Can't blame them, you know, in that situation, I guess. But at the same time, what the fuck? If you had time to go in and get your kids, you could have been ushering kids out that fucking door saying, go, 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 you know, run, get out, get out, get out while you're running past all the classrooms and making sure that the shooter wasn't in there. That's just my opinion. Now, granted, I'm not a law enforcement officer. I don't have the same training that they do if, you know, they even get training anymore. Um, but that's just my speculation. If you had time to run in and get your own kids, you had time to fucking stop that dude, or at least put him down some, or, you know, wound him something, or at least return fire for fuck's sake. Okay. Um, but yeah, they tased a dad, uh, put mom in another cuff or another set of cuffs, whatever. Uh, there was reports of us marshals guarding the front door while the shooting was going on, preventing police and parents from running in there. So fuck you two us marshals, uh, for doing that. If that's true. Um, it's just absolutely ridiculous. So an hour passes by CBP tactical team goes in, breaches the, the school. They go in, they find the guy, they take him out. Okay. An hour later. All right. Um, Dan of defense being named in that article, I would not be surprised if they uh, lawsuit kind of like the Sandy Hook shit against, um, Ruger, uh, takes place. Um, you got all these politicians making it a, a political fucking stunt. Now you had Beto Rourke when, uh, governor, uh, Abbott was doing a press conference with the sheriff, the police or the chief of police rather and the mayor for Uvald holding a press conference, Beetle Rourke thought he would get his, you know, his little grandstand real quick and went up with pointing fingers and accusing them of not doing anything and also their bullshit and they're, fuck you, Beto. Like, honestly, nobody gives a shit about you. And that was a political stunt 100% because he's currently running for governor of Texas. Fuck you, guy. You're a piece of shit. They removed him from that hearing and rightfully so. Um, you got Obama coming out of the woodwork, comparing the shooting and, and the deaths of 19 kids and two teachers to piece of shit George Floyd. That dude was a career fucking criminal, was under the influence of numerous fucking drugs, including fentanyl at the time. And yes, he died at the hands of police. However, he would not have died had he not been fucked up on so many drugs. Let's be real. Okay. But a piece of shit like Obama trying to compare the death of a career fucking criminal 
to kids being killed. Fuck you, dude. You need to stay back in the woodwork, okay? Then you have Obama, or uh, excuse me, Biden coming out of the woodwork, and he's going to meet in Uvalde and basically talk at those people about how we as a U.S. society need to do more about gun control and, and we need to get weapons of war off the street like he's been preaching this whole time, right? And high capacity mags and essentially uh, put in a, a nationwide uh, policy or law that uh, pretty much what New York has. He wants to limit magazines to 10 rounds. He wants to get rid of AR and semi-auto rifles and um, assault style rifles, which I'm, I'm not even going to get into that too much here. Um, Cause honestly I could go on for fucking hours on that because there's no such thing as a goddamn assault rifle. Do, do you ever hear a knife called an assault knife or a car an assault car when people want to fucking run people over on the sidewalk because of their political ideology? No, we don't blame the car on the drunk drivers. We blame the drunk driver, right? Uh, so why are we blaming the gun in a fucking shooting? And it's, it's all to push a narrative. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about it. Now, if it is true that this guy is in fact, or this dude was in fact part of the trans community, I want to bring up a couple specific points on that. Okay. Um, and this is from psychology today. This is uh, written by Catherine, uh, Trebler, Trebler, whatever the fuck she's a licensed master um, in social work. She's got her MFA as well. So obviously an accredited person who has experience in the psychological community here. Individuals who identify as transgender tend to experience higher rates of mental health issues than the general population. Boom. Okay. If this dude was in fact trans, I guarantee you he was going through some mental disorder or mental issues that he could not rationalize the reality around him properly. Right. I don't know if he had a falling out with his grandparents or if he stole grandma and grandpa's cards and went and bought those rifles or what the fucking case is, I don't know. But obviously something was going on, okay? She goes on to say that approximately 6.7% of the general U.S. population suffers from depression, 18% grapple with some form of anxiety. Nearly half of all individuals who identify as transgender experience all of those issues. What's moreover is that 41% of trans men and women are estimated to have attempted suicide. So they make up a tiny portion of our population and yet their suicide attempts are skyrocketed compared to everyone else. Okay. Um, the trans community, I understand if you are having identity problems, you need to be treated, not encouraged. We have a gun problem that, or excuse me, we have a mental health crisis in our nation that's disguised as a gun problem. I've said this numerous times, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. So we don't treat it as a public health issue because society today has made it acceptable to be literally batshit crazy with your identity disorders, your ment uh, numerous mental health disorders, and the the acceptance movement. I blame 100% on the acceptance movement because you have so many acceptance movements now. You have the body acceptance, you have this the gender acceptance, you have all this other shit, right? And instead of treating the dis the underlying disorder. We are encouraging it, and it all has led to this type of shit, in my opinion. Um, when you stop treating the mentally ill, the mentally ill get to run rampant, um, plain and simple, okay? So she goes on in the article to say that uh, there's a shame and stigma evolved, involved, rather, which I can understand to an extent. Um, but again, when you have society encouraging these people, I, I think the, the shame and stigma is such a small number or a factor that it's not even worth arguing. Okay. Um, but the fact of the matter is that this shit was allowed to happen. 
Okay. Because this dude apparently, uh, with his problems and, you know, he was living with his grandparents because he couldn't get along with his own parents, um, all this other shit. Um, this shit was allowed to happen. Okay. He more than likely was encouraged to be trans. Maybe his grandparents didn't take it very well. I don't know, but this dude was allowed to buy those rifles, uh, expensive ass rifles somehow without a job. Um, he went into the school, shot everybody, did all this other stuff. The cops stood by, didn't even meet him with fucking deadly force initially. Um, and then an hour later, after he shot everybody and was barricaded in a room, then they decided to do something about it when the CBP guys went in there. And also uh, kudos to the the CBP front man. I don't know if he was the first guy in the stack or what, but uh, the pictures that I've seen, um, dude took a bullet to the head. It grazed him. And, um, you know, so kudos to you, man, for actually having the balls to run in, run in there, um, unlike the cops and the marshals that were outside or whatever. Uh, of course, FBI responded immediately, all this other stuff, which, fun fact, um, FBI has a history of perpetrating these acts intentionally. And what I mean by that is they target mentally ill people. They give them all the tools, resources, and money, and vehicles, and all sorts of shit that they need to commit an act. And then usually before they commit it, they swoop in and arrest them, and then they look like the heroes, right? But I think uh, in days of late, they allow this shit to happen because they're helping push that agenda of getting rid of guns and all this other stuff, um, which always ends up become when the pendulum swings back the other way, it becomes more militarization of police. Um, uh, you know, the, the overwhelming knee jerk response to, you know, gun control and more gun control policies and laws and blah, 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 whatever. It's disgusting. So, but it's, it's sad that those children were sacrificed though for a narrative. Uh, those children did not deserve to die. This never should have happened. Uh, like I said, this this shooter, Ramos here, he was posting on social media prior to the shooting that he was going to shoot up a school. He posted pictures of him and the guns. He did all this other stuff. Uh, he sent a weird message to some random lady, apparently saying, I have a secret, I have a secret. And she reported it, and the cops did nothing about it. Okay. Um, if there's anything I want you to take away from this, it's that if you have children, now is the time to homeschool. If COVID proved anything, it's that virtual learning, remote learning, and just homeschool in general is preferred, okay? When the parents are more engaged in their children's education, they do better regardless, all right? And if you can do that, if you can afford and have the time and ability to homeschool your children, do it. I'm definitely looking into it, plain and simple, because shit's only getting worse. Secondly, the police have no legal obligation or moral obligation or duty in that sense to protect your life. The police will not come and save you. They are strictly law enforcement at this point. They primarily only uh, arrest people after a crime has been committed. The prevention and protection portion, the you know, is gone. Okay, Supreme Court ruled that. Thirdly, um, this is only going to make both sides of the argument on gun control digging deeper. Okay, the leftists are going to scream out, "We need to take all the guns. We need to do this, do that." Blah 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 blah. And every other sane fucking American is going to go, nope, and they're going to deal, dig their heels in deeper, okay? Uh, ever since COVID happened, every month since December of 2019, uh, we have been breaking firearms purchase records and sales records every damn month, okay? Uh, a report, a study that I read from 2017 said that for every U.S. citizen, there is over 120 guns 
per citizen in this country. And that's legally purchased that the ATF and the government know about. Now, there is no universal um, uh, registration. Holy shit. There is no universal registration. Okay. Um, the ATF has record of you know what you bought as far as if it was a long gun or a handgun. They have the serial number, but they don't know who the maker was on the 4473. They don't know what type of, if it was a rifle or a shotgun. Uh, they don't know if it was semi-auto or bolt, anything like that. Okay. Um, and on top of that, a lot of states don't have registration in general. So uh, it was estimated that pretty much three quarters, 75% there of the legal firearms, the government doesn't even have track of period. So people on the right know that, and that's why they keep buying guns and that, and they have a massive distrust for the authorities, uh, the government, you know, local, whether it's state, federal, whatever. Um, it's only going to make them dig deeper, which the leftists, they've already disarmed who they already can, in my opinion. You know, you look at the cities, uh, most U.S. major cities, um, they don't allow guns, plain and simple, and yet their gun crime is rampant, okay? Um, so it only proves that gun laws don't work, and both sides are just going to dig in even deeper. So, Logistically, they wouldn't even be able to get all the guns out of U.S. citizen hands, even if people wanted to turn them in. Could never do it. They couldn't go door to door. Uh, yeah. So, homeschool your kids. Don't worry about anything else. Okay. Buy more guns. Buy more ammo. All right. Be willing to protect yourself and your loved ones. All right. Uh, that's about it from me. Again, any questions, comments, concerns, whatever. If I'm fucking rambling, tell me. I don't care. I don't have any guests. I'm looking for guests to come on the podcast. I can do everything remote. My program that I use is Zencaster. They're great. I'm non-sponsored, but it allows me to record high quality audio, video with anybody anywhere in the world. Um, so if you want to be a guest, let me know. I'd love to have you on. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you want to talk about a, a topic and you want to be civil, dude, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, send all stuff to hereticradiopodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram. That's about all. Thanks.